0: Welcome back to the Etheria Girls Podcast. I'm Savannah. I'm Rachel. And we are here with our grass. Can (laughs) we do (laughs) that? Grace, Grace. Like you know what? Let's Grace just and keep it. together. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: This is our guest, Grace. Yes. Hey guys, I'm so excited to be on. So, and be here. Grace actually is from here. She doesn't live here anymore. Um, we all
0: what? It's just the way you said it. She doesn't live she, here yeah. anymore. She's no longer with us. But <laughs> she's in another it's land. She's in Florida. It's Florida.
1: It's like Florida, and so she flew in for a bridal shower and decided to come on our podcast so we are ready to welcome her and super excited about it yes i am so excited to be here it's
2: super fun uh because savannah went to my high school so it's kind of fun you know once a bulldog always a bulldog
1: (laughs) (laughs) i was in. I know we did ballet i think we were in like uh pre-k together oh goodness yeah Yeah, didn't you go to saint timothy no Uh, no
0: i went
2: to cedarwood no I know. There are so many people in my (laughs) pre-K class that when I look back on the photo, I'm like, oh my goodness, I knew all these people. Like, I love, I mean, that's the perk of growing up in a town like Mandeville where everyone kind of knows everyone, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, all of us, like, we weren't necessarily, like, best friends or people like that but we had such a mutual respect for each other and I think that's what makes yes. it even more fun for me to be on the podcast
0: well another thing that's cool too is like seeing how you're saying like yeah we might not be close but we know each other we're acquaintances whatever but then now here we are you mm-hmm. know yeah. in our 20s 30s however old we have we are at the time it's like seeing where everybody is what they're doing where they're living it's just really cool yeah
1: well like before we started the podcast we were talking and you know when you live here you don't notice things changing a lot but Grace was like there has been so many changes this is in, Mandeville. A in Mandeville. In yeah. Mandeville, that, that, I know, isn't that was like the
0: biggest change they made. Yeah, like,
1: If any of y'all don't live here, we live in
0: such a small town. Yeah. I don't think it's small anymore. i have decided really don't. Not- it's expanding. But what I was saying, what I was going to say earlier too, is I feel like Mandeville is so small business oriented. Like yes, mm-hmm. we have Chick Fil A's and like Home Goods and things like that. But like, <laughs> There's, we have stuff.
2: We still have Home Goods. <laughs> we <Yeah>. have things.
0: <laughs> But like the amount of small businesses that have opened since forever, like since we've moved here. So I was I'm from Chalmette. So whenever we moved here in like middle school, like compared to, you know, 2010, mm -hmm. 2015, really like Mm. to now, it's totally different. Oh, another thing real quick. But I was talking to one of my other clients and she's a woman, female business owner. And she just opened. She mentioned that. 70% 70% of the businesses that were opened in Louisiana this year were women. No way. Wait, I love that. Isn't that awesome? God this bless. is our year.
2: I, I will say, I think that's also the coolest thing about us even being here, like, you know, championing each other's businesses and, like, our own, like, careers and our creative, like, industry is the idea that, I will talk to my grandma and that was like not an option and not yeah. even, not even a thought process and the idea that y'all can wake up and be like, we want to start a podcast. Let's do it. Like I am my marketing company. Like you're like, you have your photo it's space. Angry. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to write a book and it happens. Like, you know, yeah. those are things that like generations before us never thought would happen. And like, it's cool when women succeed. So does a city grow, you know? Right. And that's exactly yes. what's happening in Mandeville right now.
0: Well, look, I'm going to I'm going to jump on this women train just for a second. Mm -hmm. But even though like, okay, our presidents all have been men, right? Mm -hmm. Their second hand is usually always a woman.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs)
2: Someone up. Even the secretary of defense. Like, yeah. Like um, in all of that, because even uh, who did I mean, like right now, you know, Biden has Kamala. But then even Trump had that blonde hair lady. I don't even remember. I'm going to be honest
1: with y'all. I know nothing about politics, <laughs> so I'm just yeah.
2: shaking my head and nodding. Yeah, yeah. yeah y'all no, are right. Always- <laughs> but it won't be long. I can't wait for the day that the glass earrings are oh, broken and that that woman's pregnant. Too. And someone just, um, Nikki Haley just announced she's running for president. Who's like, nice. She was secretary of defense. Anyways, she's a great woman in politics side, both sides have so many great women and men so yeah. Yeah. right i'm not a political commentator me either,
1: so. me, either. me either savannah and yeah. i were actually on pinterest the other day and there was a shirt and i really want to buy it and it was like i can do everything you can do but while bleeding and i was just like wait yes that's so real because we're both on our periods <laughs> are <Yeah. laughs> yeah. cycled up got, sorry grace linked. we're gonna lie i know <laughs> yeah. i still have two weeks i know i know well it's i don't know yours may start soon yeah. you yeah. all are strong
2: <laughs> what is it called like there's always like the alpha like yeah. the one who
0: like gets yeah so funny i definitely linked up to her schedule well and then i had, I had my employee start and rachel comes in t- thursday she's like I started my period today and then Mi- Mikaela's like oh i'm about to start mine friday i started mine and then Michaela's like oh i'm about to start it's like we're yeah all like we're the same all up now. My gosh, yeah. the
2: dumbest thing i've ever done this is and this was like two months ago it's honestly <laughs> hilarious so, <laughs> I, it was so i was like at my gym with my trainer and i was doing like a lot of abs and at one point one of my abs i had a cramp and he was like oh that's your first ab cramp so cool and that night, like, I have never, like, spotted before. It was, like, between two periods. Uh-huh. And I spotted, and I was like, Did I, like, hurt something? And <laughs> oh he's oh like, my God. Maybe you should call your OBGYN. <laughs> oh <my> God, that's <laughs> like, out of my scope of practice. practice. <laughs> I know. And I was like, It's just spotting. I was like, That's so embarrassing. I was like, To my trainer, I said, Then I call that app. I'm like, Can I do the ovary buster? Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that is what I call it. Cause I'm like, You're gonna hit your like, show. Us what it is. I know. He's like, And everyone's like, Why do you call it the ovary buster? I'm like, Because I thought I bursted because my ovaries. averaging. Um, <laughs>
1: Dude, I was that's working been easy. so hard. I and don't I, think that's dumb. I think that's that's kind of genius. Just a
2: middle-aged man is like, uh, dude. Yeah. But like, uh,
1: well, you know, Savannah and I were at dinner the other day um, with a few guys who we were just hanging out with our guy friends, and we started bringing up period stuff, and they were like, Bleh. like every time they were like, I can't even hand they couldn't even handle the talk about it, and they were like, Ninnies. we are in a public place, like you can't be talking about periods. And we were like, Rachel. has literally no You know what? There's the no public. filter. This is it's all natural it. stuff. Every girl goes through it, and. Frankly, I think guys should be educated more yeah, on okay. that stuff. And there's
2: a TikTok prank right now, too. I don't know if you've seen it, where girls will say that they had like their diva cup, and they go hey, like, you know, like, like you, it's stuck. Hey, Cole, it's stuck. Can you yes. take, it? I think it's really far in. Like, yeah. you're gonna get so bloody. Like, I went to and do then, this. I know, and then the guys are like, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. Like, as if they're going to Afghanistan. Like, you know, they're going <laughs> to the same vagina I'm they go into war. all the time. You know, like, you know, like, it's like, and
0: they're like, okay, there's blood. Like and Yeah, then and then they'll and sit and there out. and be like, Whoa. yeah. So. There was this video on Instagram where this girl's like, peeling her skin off yeah. her body. And she's like, <laughs> She's like, it's the time of my month, My skin's peeling. So me and Rachel were sitting at her house uh-huh. and we totally convinced Cole <laughs> that and my boyfriend at the time that you, we shed skin during our period. And Boys I was are like, so gullible. They're, they're like, so girls <laughs> gullible. <laughs> no, I was literally like a woman thing. They're like, okay, okay. Yeah. I was like, Cole, well, why do you think I don't
1: shower with you when I'm on my period? Like it's because I'm shedding. And he was like, that's what you do in there. And I was like, yes. Okay. And then I was like, and, and then we crumple it up. And you can wear it as a face
0: mask. Yeah.
1: And <laughs> we were, I was like saying don't you wear it as a face mask? Cause then it adds extra moisture. Like, you know how they say that? And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were keeping the straightest face and we were just going along <laughs> with it. That and is they were hilarious. both sitting there like, yeah, like they were so concerned.
2: That's hilarious. We still, haven't, like, told do also, <laughs> oh wait, still haven't told them. You also no Wait, you have the told them. I, no I, 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 I was going to hilarious. It, that's Cole so doesn't funny. listen to the podcast. You so. know Cole was in my 6th grade class <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> and then he, t- he grew a mustache before everyone else. That's how we all knew him. It was like he Yeah, I don't know if you knew that. Uh-uh. Cole literally he <laughs> Like she said, grew a mustache. Every he got made fun of so much.
2: I well, that's I. Sorry, I didn't. I don't oh, think no, I made no. fun of him. But I But oh, maybe. no, maybe Sorry, Cole, if you're funny. listening. I mean, it's like okay. I don't think it's worth bringing up Cole's
0: trauma. It's yeah. fine. <laughs>
2: yeah, Cole's like okay, whatever. It's like, that, he's like, there's no way anyone still remembers that. Yeah, me, no. Cole had the mustache.
1: I mean, he was literally the only sixth grader with a mustache. I would do not? Yeah. And everybody told me when I started dating him, they're like, he's gonna be bald by twenty. Because usually people who grow hair when they're younger, they lose Oh, all he's got of a it. great set of hair. He has a great set of hair. Yeah, his hair's he thick. A, mm, he's good to I've go, I've seen guys. some boys
2: get bald early from our hometown. Like, there's yeah. nothing wrong
1: with that. We all have our, you know, We love things. you. receiving hairline. seeing
2: hairlines. It, it's, just, it's, it's just when they have, like, the nerve to... It's
1: <laughs> so, like, don't make fun of me when yeah, you're don't, literally don't sitting there don't sit there and judge balding. girls and you're, like, bald. Bitch, you got the it. same
0: hairline as my daddy. Yeah. <laughs> so-
1: you know something that gets me with the whole, like, guys judging girls thing? I don't think guys understand how girls' weight fluctuates. So, like, for me, for example, I will be on, like, the first week of my monthly cycle, skinny as a Mm -hmm. motherfucker. The moment I get closer to
0: my period coming i'm a whole different gene size i legit looked three months pregnant yesterday yeah i'm not even kidding
2: i know i ate too it's like or i I literally and like if i have one bad day i'll immediately gain three four pounds but all it takes is one good day and it goes and then you're on yeah it's also so much bloating Mm. and so it's like salt and sodium but yeah i'm like one time my friend was like i've gained three pounds i'm like dude i gained three pounds in a day and then i poop
0: it right out like honestly (laughs) I (laughs) i know But then, yeah. like, we had Chick-fil-A yesterday. Oh, yeah, that's was great. And then I had bunk bun cake. cakes. So, like, last night I was laying in bed, I was like, oh, my God, I am legit three months pregnant. Do you also ever sit period. there,
1: though, and you're like, it looks like this dress would be so cute. Yeah, for pregnant. sure.
2: For sure. Oh, I've done that, too. Like, even, like, I went to I Mardi like Gras no Ball, no and I forgot my Spanx. And I was like, ooh, it's really tight. So I'm like, ooh, that's kind of But cute. sometimes <laughs> it's like, like
1: you want to poke it out and be like, you know what? Like, that's why I like wearing loose stuff all the time now. Because I'm just like, yeah. I don't want to worry about sucking in but you know i really mm. i'm in this new phase of my life i'm actually i scheduled like a boudoir shoot oh good and un- i love that it's the like hottest
2: you're gonna get yes. yeah my friend
1: know. um maddie is doing one it's called uncensored and her goal is to do it so that it's like uh you as you are like a self-love shoot mm-hmm. and so i've been in this like new phase where i'm trying to be like like we talked in a previous episode which will probably air right before this one right Mm-hmm. Um, about manifestation, self-love and like loving your body the way it is without, you know, comparing dieting for on two weeks or before a, boot, a shoot
0: or whatever. I mean, don't
1: get me wrong. I'm going to eat healthy before it, but
0: but that's also because you want to, I want Yeah. It's I've not been your, it's not an your, an it's not for just your body image. It's for your actual health. Yeah, yeah.
1: But something, um, I know with your books, you write a lot of like, and you almost remind me of like a modern day, like Andy Anderson. Have oh, you seen? It? Have yeah, you seen? Bear. T- yes, stop it. I mean,
2: I could see me with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, right. 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 It's like, t- great comparison. I'm joking. <laughs> I see it. Like, you know, when someone says you like, you're like, oh, you remind me of this celebrity. Like, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Yes. You know, I don't see it, but I'm. Honored. But you have
1: like, you have the same look. You have the ambition. Oh, you have the
2: totally. <laughs> stop
1: it. But like the how-to stuff too. Yeah. It's like you give a lot of inspiration on like how to achieve like. What you tell a little bit about um, yeah. what you do as a job for yeah. our listeners.
2: So I mean for the record it's taken a lot like I'm just now doing this full time so I mm-hmm. think there's also this like impression you get about someone when they're like doing well on social media but I've also purposely chosen to really not take Instagram ads and that's something I'm like I'm very proud of myself for as silly mm-hmm. as it sounds because I think I don't want to be labeled too much of like a Christian influencer because I think I'm just so over influencers. That sounds silly. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I don't want to see some woman person's list. I will use the links a lot of times, but I'm like, Oh really? You're doing a vitamin thing. I know you don't give a crap about those vitamins. It's like like you see through it more than you used to. But I mean, I write books, Christian books, but I try Mm -hmm. to have a more relatable spin and, Um, I speak to a lot of sororities in general, um, just kind of like advice, but also just like realistic advice that's Christian. Like for me, like honestly, God and Jesus is the only thing that has given me like that, like self-love confidence that I can relate to. Mm -hmm. But also I get so tired of stuffy Christian content that feels like it's from your grandma or pretending to be perfect. (laughs) And so I'm like, how can I balance in between? And for a while I was just like focusing on one avenue or the other. Like I started in college, I mean... It's like even this all started, this sounds so dumb. And Savannah, don't judge me for what I'm about to say. I, I very much think this all started in high school with my dumb graduation speech, like where yeah. I took a selfie and, like, the graduation. Oh, and, like, my viral. God. Yes. And, yes. like, that was, like, my first, like, viral b- bug, and I was, like, not in a healthy place at the time. Like, this is
0: the thing, though. It's, like, it, it takes one lived. It takes one thing for you to realize, like, okay, everything this happens for a reason. This is a gateway, and I have potential exactly.
2: here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I, I spoke, and I, like, loved it. It was, like, this adrenaline. I love, I mean... Our principal, amazing Mr. Petrino, was like just warning us, 10,000 eyes, Grace." And I was like, 10,000 eyes and ten thousand ears." And it was like I remember walking off. It would that be twenty thousand ears. Yeah. Oh,
0: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got a double audience. Yeah.
2: Well, I, actually, it was. I. I mean, I'm not. But it was like five thousand um, yeah. people in ten. <laughs> like, yeah, actually- two eyes. Two eyes. <laughs> yeah, but, that's fair. That's fair. That's yeah, fair. Okay. Be okay. It like, would be one eye. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Details. Uh, but. but I remember having a moment where I was like if I ever get confident enough that would be so cool to do and I started a little Mm -hmm. blog then and I deleted it because I got scared Yeah. and then I went to college and I applied to work at this website and I would do funny things and that was when I was like finding my humor like and I would like make fun of things at Baylor. But then I slowly had like a more like discovering my faith again because my faith felt like a child thing that I chose. Mm-hmm. And then I went to college, kind of just like I needed some real life experiences. And I think growing up in my high school, I was a Christian girl. Then I went to a Christian university where I wasn't the Christian girl. And I was like, oh. You're just
1: like everybody else. If, not even just like everybody yeah.
2: else. I was probably like the wild one, but it was like, I know. I know. Y'all are shocked. <laughs> I'm from Louisiana. Uh, no, literally, <laughs> i know. literally, I'm that's not. I think it was just being in a back to school. So I chose like the wild friend group and i think that like is honestly the god needed to soften my heart like and without realizing how much i had been like you know the idea of like culture you can't make yourself feel better just because someone else, you know. And I think in yes. my head, I'm like, well, in the Louisiana setting, I've only drank in like three times. But then there were people in Baylor who like had never been kissed. And I'm like, dude, time to pucker up, you know. know. Wow. Like, let's, let's get this done, you know. Uh, but and so I was wild to some of them. Oh, that is a
1: major culture shock. Uh,
2: it was such a culture <laughs> shock. And I know it's like weird for y'all to think about. But like that was even in this industry, I'm like the wild one. Oh, like, like you for know? me,
1: I was considered everybody in high school called me the nun. And I went to the hospital twice for drinking. Yeah. too Yeah, <laughs> but then, I was the nun of high school and the prude.
2: That's and that's the thing is like uh, people don't understand about Louisiana culture in general. It's, it's like <laughs> like like parents are drinking with kids, and I and I and I honestly love that about Louisiana. That like it's gonna be like you have to be convicted on your own, you know. Like mm-hmm. if the Holy Spirit convicts, not another Christian. Like another Christian can't be like this is wrong, you know. And you're like, oh okay, and that's at Baylor. That was the thing. So I think I had to be judged a little and like feel like the baddie. And that made me a better writer overall. I like that
0: though. I'm here for it. It pulled out something in you. That completely, or to know people
2: like I would go to a party and someone else would make out with someone and the rumor was Grace had sex with the senior, and I was like, I'm like a virgin. I was like, where did this rumor get circulated? Like I was like, this is not. And I remember messaging the guy like, Hey, I did not have sex with you. You had, you had made out with this girl. Screenshots
0: robot to him. Yeah, post like, on it was like, Instagram story. I know. Like, hey
2: everyone, there's been some rumors going around. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's just clarify. Um, but <laughs> so I think I needed to feel like the judged one in a lot of ways to then like be able to do what I'm doing but now. Great. That that's kind sense. of
1: hard oh it was hard it, that's but, like a big character almost like kind of like
2: did you have any trauma from that uh no I mean it gotta be really dramatic I think I had more I mean honestly so in high school body image was something I struggle with so I love that you talked yeah. about that mm-hmm. and I think that was like this like revenge era I was like if I just get hot things will be better for me and the sad thing is it worked like that's well, what it's, <laughs> it's so many
0: people think but I mean it's it's, okay. Yeah. It's I was your mind... more
2: unhappy. I was more unhappy, but I got popular. Like I got but, the dumbest. Yeah, okay.
0: So let's say let's say if you got hot, you're gonna be. It's gonna be better, right? But it's it's more of a confidence boost. It's not mm-hmm. like oh, I'm hot now, my life's better. It's that yeah. I'm more comfortable within my own skin. And that is why and life I is like better. the way I look and the mirror, mm-hmm. you know. Then I
1: agree a little bit. I will push
2: back and say that, like, I went from like freshman year being very weird and I was unconfident, but like when I started just like adding some blonde highlights, whatever, yeah. it was just like people just care, like, people care yes. more what you say. There is like a pretty privilege. I was about to say, yes. pretty privilege 100%. And I, but then it was almost like a control thing where I was like, how much hotter can I get? Like, what else mm-hmm. can I do to my body? Like, how can what I else scale this? Yeah. Like, how <laughs> can I like, and, like do this? And so I was. Not in a good place my senior year of high school. So I feel like I had to see, like, all those sides. I think that in itself, like, me not eating lunch, that was probably, like, more traumatic when I look back on it. Mm -hmm. But in college, it was honestly just, like, funny. It was like, what? Guys, if y'all, if I went back to Mandeville and said I was the bad one, like, they would literally laugh. Laugh. Yeah. Like, still to this day, I will be shocked by, like, a group text of people and what they're saying. And not in a bad way, but I'm like, I just feel like I'm a little more, like, different. And so... But Baylor was exactly what I needed, I think, to write. And then, yeah, not writing Christian books, it's so fun to be able to travel So and do that.
1: back to the body image thing, do you think your body image was worse in high school or college?
2: I think in high school it became like, I'm going to – so I've had like – in high school there was a point in my life where I was not – I was not eating lunch. I would, Mm -hmm. like, eat a granola bar. I would – and the best part is – not the best. It's, like, the irony is, like, everyone's asking me what I was doing to my body. Like, everyone's like, how did you do it? I never posted so many bikini pictures in my life, and they always were. Yeah, in high school. I, like, had a six-pack. Like, I – and I was, like, so stressed about it. And, like, teacher, I finally had a teacher pull me aside and be like, Grace, I, you only talk about this. I've noticed you lost a lot of weight. And that's exactly what I needed because, honestly, I was just kind of waiting for someone to notice. Like I wonder –
0: can you share what teachers? Oh, Miss Parker, Miss Parker, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I loved yeah. Her. like okay. hot
2: teacher. Yeah, like. one she, of
0: my so she's great. And then one of the teachers that I loved was Miss Vickner
2: Oh, I love Miss Vickner too. She
0: pulled me aside. So I went I to a going, different school, so I don't know. Who we're sh-
2: about. <laughs> <laughs> You're not involved in
1: this conversation. She's like, she's like, and then Rachel, my favorite nun was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I don't remember it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but she had pulled me aside when I was going through something one time, and it's like. They're just also in an opportunity where they can make or, like make a kid's oh, life totally different. I'm know? like,
2: I needed that. Because also, I think I resented... And this isn't fair for my parents because it was my parents' first time raising me. I resented them, them for not noticing. Because mm-hmm. I was like, right. if anything, I'm, I was getting compliments. And I'm like, y'all, if anyone knows I'm not eating, it's y'all. Which, that's not fair for me to put that on them, you know? Yeah, but you don't
0: know that at the time. What were you doing, yeah. 16, yeah. 17? And so, like, I
2: think I was like, okay, I guess if no one's noticing, I guess I'm doing this right. And so, right. I really appreciate her pulling me aside. I mean, I denied it to her, but then I... Was Did able you drop to like, the
0: weight fast?
2: I mean, it was like, I, gosh, I can show y'all a picture of me when i like, spring break, senior year. It was like, I was a solid, like, 105, and I'm not meant to be, like, 105, mm-hmm. 110. I was going to, like, at pack, body pump, Zumba, then singing that like, stair stepper thing. I would, like, faint a lot from oh it. God. Like, um, and I would, the worst, oh my gosh, this is the most Grace Valentine high school thing mm-hmm. to do. It <laughs> makes me want to vomit, Okay. So this is like, mm-hmm. there's so much privilege all throughout what I'm about to say. Okay. So I went to Africa the summer before senior year. <laughs> <laughs> and like, there was like these, and it was like a very good experience, very needed for me. But there was these lunch boxes the kids had that they were like very small. Okay. Um, and then I was like, I'm going to buy it and use it all year for the kids. Like, you know, like, and then it became like a way to not have a meal. I'm like, this is a statement for the Lord. Like, yep. you know, but really it was so I could have a hundred calorie granola bar. And that right. was it. Yeah. And no one, and I'm like, I'm doing it in God's name. Like, and that is using God's name in vain more than, oh my God, ever. It's <laughs> like, and so I'm a that was my sin. And so, yeah, that, but I mean, looking back at all those things and then feeling like the judge girl, feeling, getting an MIP in college, which is like, and having literally like oh everyone. you everyone. went
1: to college was probably like a huge deal oh right?
2: yeah well cause Baylor when you get caught on Baylor's campus too you have to do you have to go to AA classes <gasps> you have to do an extra 16 hours community service so I had to go to, like clean up like, dog all poop all I do is drink I know <laughs> Well, and then and it was like you're getting I'm praying for you and I'm like shut up Like, oh my God. <laughs> this kid's dying somewhere like like I'm just taking shots at a frat party like you know and I definitely needed to like simmer down don't get me wrong but I'm like
0: awesome. you had to go through that to I know that to.
2: And I had yeah. to and now I think like I have way more of a passion like when I go speak at a Christian university I'm like God in my head this is hard you know and I love it so if anyone here but at the same
0: time it's like it's not you're not Not speaking from experience. Mm -hmm. It's like, I've been through this. I had MIP. I'm at a Christian school. I know what it's like. For the
2: rumors to not go in your favor. Yeah, like I've
0: been there. I was the wild kid. So so
2: I think that's exactly what I needed to feel like. I was like, I needed to be like the girl who thought she had it all together was pretending to be perfect. I needed to be the girl who was the drunk. And I think in college, my body image was different because I was treating my body like a trash can. Like I was like drinking random punch at a party. Like I was eating fast food. And so it was almost like I went from one extreme to the other. And now I feel like I'm in a lot more happy place where I'm like, I work out. I still eat what I want. I'm going to eat canes mm-hmm. when I'm here. But like, I still mm-hmm. like,
1: God you not know, juggle it. But for me, whenever I had stuff, it was um, when I was in high school, I actually, I would eat an apple a day. Mm. That was it. Okay, ready for me? Well, I'm not done me. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I got I got some. I go got ahead. a laundry list. Your turn. Go. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So, I cut you off. So I went, I went through all high school. I was wearing a leotard every day with dance. Yeah. And I don't know if. How long did you do the dance? I stopped with me? at like
2: ninth grade. Okay,
1: so I continued it till yeah I graduated. And when we got to a certain spot, like our dance company, you only had certain costumes yeah. that could fit, and the leads had the smallest costumes. So you wanted to fit in the smallest costumes, so I just wouldn't eat. Yeah. So I went through so many, and same thing as you were saying, like I would sit at my like to ask my parents now, like how did you not notice? Yeah. How did you not know I was ninety three pounds? Yeah. You didn't I had people tell me they would come up to me and be like, "You look like a Holocaust survivor." But you know what? I loved it.
2: Yeah, I, I remember I people loved when it. people thought like like, "Oh my gosh, are you like anorexic?" I'd be like, "Yeah." Yeah. <laughs> you know, but like that's so but, bad. But like looking like,
1: back at it, I'm like, I 100% was. Yeah. Because I mean, I can still fit like I have really small wrists. That's hereditary, but like I it took until I went to a doctor and um he looked at me and he said, you know those kids in Africa? Mm-hmm. said, you're on their level. You are wow. literally on their level. You are malnourished. You will never be able to have kids one day. And
2: the fact that you were already like a tiny person in general and then you were treating your body even mm-hmm. more. Like, you know? How old
1: were you when you went to the doctor and he told you that? Around? <sighs> when I started dating Cole, so ninth or 10th grade.
2: Did the company say anything to y'all too about that? Were they trying to like, you
1: know? Um, We would eat bad and then Constantine would like, say like y'all should which he's a man but yeah he would be like y'all shouldn't be doing that
2: yeah that's so interesting but okay. i
1: think the ballet culture was very and um, he grew up in
2: a romania where they probably like literally didn't yeah. have even as much fast food process so he probably sees it exactly. once and is like this is gonna ruin you, you And know? like
1: there would be times that like i would eat sandwiches and like girthy food but i'm allergic to all that stuff so like what went in went right back out yeah tmi but I, I never gorgeous. hold on, held on to nutrients. Anyway, so, Rachel
0: can slide and in poop into the conversation. She, she will every time. She I have
1: it. hot yeah. girls have stomach issues. Yeah, what can I, I say? I yeah,
2: I have had so much stomach issues. That's a whole other time. Yeah, <laughs> but it's sure. just, it happens. Yeah,
1: but I started getting it back together once I went into college. I started gaining like healthy weight, and even now I still go back, revert back to the body dysmorphia, like scared to be in a bikini and like this and yeah. the other. But then I look at myself. Like Savannah and I were talking about this. You'll look at yourself the next day and be like, oh, my God, I'm hot as shit. Yeah. Like, what the hell was I saying two days ago? Because, like, I look great. It's all, like, mindset almost. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Yeah, that's what you tell yourself. And even, like, why you work out. I think I've had to tell myself because I used to work out and, like, be like, it's a punishment. Like, Mm oh, you look horrible. But when I ate burgers yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. But when I go into the gym and I'm like, I can celebrate what my body can do. Like, this is so cool that my body can do this. Like, I can get stronger. Mm -hmm. It's not about, like, that. And once I stopped, stopped, like, doing that and I worked out to, like, gain strength and to watch what my body could do, better mindset. Well that's yeah, what Savannah and I
1: started doing because when we first started working
0: out, we were going every day and we were going hard. I was also a trainer though. Yeah. Like that was my life. Like well, it and was, that's but why
1: you wanted to be you were like a trainer needs to be fit.
0: Yes. Like I but I also like thoroughly enjoyed it at that yeah. time. It wasn't like I was like fuck I have to go to the gym. You know, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed being in the gym. And you had your own joy, so I it was fun. Right. But um when I was in high school mm-hmm. I had the opposite problem y'all did. Mm-hmm. What was so yours? I was 96 pounds freshman year. <laughs> I was also young. I was 13 and a freshman in high school and I graduated at 17 and didn't turn 18 until oh my, my second so semester of college. I was
2: that like I graduated 17 yeah. in high school. I was like, I was the old one. one. Yes.
0: So I was young. So obviously like your development is a little bit behind. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, But I was 96 and a freshman and I wanted to play sports in college. Well, my dad's like, no one's going to look at you at 96 pounds. So for breakfast, I was eating a triple stack peanut butter and jelly sandwich. No,
1: not At lunch. And your dad's I, like, yeah, yeah. Up. he's like, <laughs> up. we're bulking. Literally, when
0: I tell y'all I bulked from ninth grade to senior year, I would eat two chicken sandwiches from the hall, from the mall. At pound <laughs> Blue, I would eat <laughs> two, oh, two of those chicken sandwiches. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would eat two of those. And then at dinner, I would eat like pans of shepherd's pie like mashed mm-hmm. potatoes ground beef and cheese and then like chicken alfredo i would eat like so you're a like carb loading. i used to eat like a sleeve of oreos a night but the thing was is volleyball seasons in the fall softball seasons in the spring and mm-hmm. all summer long i was playing both for travel on top of that you go to school you go to practice right after and then i would go to crossfit right after that so the amount of calories i was burning i had to eat like that yeah, plus yeah. your metabolism you're at that age is insane you know so when i graduated i was 140 and i was mm-hmm. like rock solid fucking softball tank bitch (laughs) like straight up so then now I had a whole career in the fitness industry had a gym you know trainer for six years but I'm kind of on the back end where like when I was working out I was like I want to look swole I want people see me I want them to know that I lift you know what I'm saying and now I'm like I don't want my arms to yeah. be 24 inches. And I think now yeah. I'm into
2: like, I lift a lot and it's so fun. Like, I just PR'd, it's and I'll so tell you because I'm a trainer and I'm proud of yes. your trainer I PR'd my back squat for 240. I did see oh that. So I was so proud. And so, but I had started like a year and a half ago at 130. It, it, but it's been like a freeing thing for me, if yes. that makes sense. And I think, it, I like what you said because we all go through seasons. Like, some season you may be like, this is my era where I am like, going balls to the walls in my strength training and this is like so fun for me and I'm like it's life you can always have a chapter of something you know it's never yes. too like to start a new hobby or like you know this chapter of this podcast yes. you know and so I think especially with fitness as long as you're having a healthy mindset it's so great you yeah know?
0: a balance and you understand why you're doing it is for a good reason it's it's an easy way to incorporate it into your routine mm-hmm. without it feeling forced or negative or however Completely. that's what
1: I'm trying to do with food right now it's like there's so much processed stuff out there and like I really don't want to eat the processed stuff, but I also Mm. don't want to have guilt
0: from It's just a balance. It's Mm a balance of it. And it's like a daily struggle. Because, like, I went to the grocery store and I realized I was eating a ton of processed stuff. Plus, like, when you come back from vacation, you're like, okay, spinach. Yeah. Yeah. Quinoa. That's my. Quinoa, vegetable shrimp. And I'm like, "Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) chickpeas. But then I'm like, And have to
2: fill me up.
0: All yeah. the stuff that I bought was like fruits, veggies, meat, you know, yeah. some of it's packaged, but it's good packaged. It's better packaged than some, you, you really, know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I love Trader
2: Joe's. There's so many things that yes. just come in a thing. You
0: know? Yeah. You know, I want to try out that new Aldi place. Me too. It's right by my
1: apartment. They just windowed
2: yeah, it oh, Supposedly Aldi. it's
1: cheap. Yeah. I heard Aldi
2: has like, yeah, cheap vegetables, like okay.
0: produce. But
1: well then is that's what's confusing. Produce. Like, how do you know if it's good for you? Like this morning, Cole just, we usually use um, pink Himalayan salt mm-hmm. instead of regular salt because mm-hmm. we were told that's what we were supposed to do. This morning, there was a study that came out. There's
0: pros and cons to everything.
1: That said it was bad. And I was like, I don't
2: know what yeah. to do anymore. I mean, anymore. in my opinion, you choose your cancer. You choose right. your like, <laughs> Yeah. Right. You choose, like, there's something you can do. I remember I saw these, like, because, you know, those bloggers are so into, like, what's non-toxins. And I've seen people do it to a good point where, like, yeah, you know, like, maybe don't, like, have bleach around and sniff it in. Like, your nose. Yeah. Like, that's probably not good for you. But... I've seen people like there's like this machine of this blogger once. And he was like, it beeps when something's too bad. Look at it going over my AirPods. It's like, beep, 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 beep. And I was like, dude, you've gone too far. Yeah, like, There comes a point you have to realize I can only do so much. This world is a little broken. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. everything is man-made at this point. Like it in front There was actually
1: you know? something I listened to was actually on What We Said podcast. And they were talking about veganism used to be. People would go and become vegans because it was the healthier choice because it wasn't processed. It's that and the other. And now so many companies are like fast food restaurants have vegan options and this that, and the other. There's a lot of people not like venturing out of veganism because it's no longer the healthier.
0: That's because you're so depleted.
1: Well, that's it. Yeah. You're
0: so depleted.
1: Yeah. you You would never be vegan.
0: No, I could never. I could never. I, if I'm I eating a salad, they better have chicken on there. And once that chicken's gone, I'm done eating the salad. <laughs> it,
2: it, it, that's exactly how I am. <laughs> like Sometimes I, I just like meat. really
0: don't like meat. Now, I'm not a
2: steak person, but I need like protein. Like, so I need that other than chickpeas.
0: Literally, sometimes yeah. I legit will be eating a steak in the middle of it. I'm like, mm, I don't want this anymore. So, yeah, I don't do that yeah. for steak. I do I'm that for steak. chicken.
2: Red meat kind of does rub me the wrong way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Sometimes.
0: Sometimes with steak. I'm if it's masculine. too... If it's like... Medium, I'm I'm good, but like if it's like medium to medium rare, I'm like, oh.
2: but I can eat sushi daily. That's oh like, yeah yeah my yeah thing. yeah. Oh my yeah. God, but I, I love a so
0: cheeseburger. Good. Oh my
1: god, new place Zen.
2: Zen, I've heard. I'm so Zana is iffy. I'm not, I don't you know like it. You have to understand. I am so loyal to Little Tokyo because I spent three years working there in high school. You did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You did. I still go in and I'm like, the, did you ever discount? work at
0: Liz's? No. no, you're okay. thinking of
2: someone else from high school. You're thinking Tory, of Tori. P- yeah, no,
0: I just I, I knew Tori worked there, but I didn't know if you. There was
2: always some. It might have been girls. Little
0: Tokyo, is what I'm thinking. Little then.
2: Tokyo was like, and I would see so much drama. I'll never forget. There was someone from our high school <laughs> who, went, who went and was like, I. The rumor was, I was like, remember he went with a different girl. Gosh. You remember this? Yes. I don't, like and I started a whole rumor. I, well, it was true. Well, I, as I, I was. I was. waitressing, and I remember texting uh, Chelsea, and I was like, I didn't know this person broke up because he was at Little Tokyo with this girl. Called out. And then she was like, they didn't break up, and I was like, oh, I'm like, that's a lot of nerve to come to the public, you know? Right. <laughs> oh my god,
0: yeah. If you're cheating, don't go in uh, and and the, the same, same restaurant. About. I think so I don't like know the names but I remember I remember hearing that okay.
1: yeah I'm like super yeah. against cheating I said if you're cheating don't do it in public but like I feel like I need to say like don't cheat Don't at cheat all. in general <laughs> but I was like I <laughs> think that's so I am the if conference. you're friends with me you know that like I have a no tolerance rule for cheating yeah like if you cheat but they're gonna cheat
2: on you now and you're the hottest you'll ever be I, you see so many amazing moms who are 45 who are still so hot who mm-hmm. get treated we like saw one crap. this morning
0: on Instagram yeah <laughs> well now, I don't she don't get treated like crap but she looks good i will
2: she's not
0: 45 no 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 no, (laughs) my
1: goal in life is to be a milf yeah absolutely like everybody says what's your five-year plan what is your absolute (laughs) goal mine is to be a milf. milf status and i've always wanted that my whole life i just want to be a hot
0: mom yeah so back to zen yeah (laughs) i like zen it's good Uh but they have like I feel like their food's just like a little extra, and I love the
1: extra. Like
0: they have like a seafood sauce on it. Like I like the traditional rolls like, that don't have like all like the new sauces. Okay, Louisiana but that's just has me. the
2: best sushi ever for the best prices. I man really Mandeville. I have gone so many other places, and okay. Mandeville has the cheapest best.
1: I will say I
0: haven't found any sushi ever. in Florida. Yeah, Florida,
2: Florida people, and people and do like, not have sushi, really? and it, or yeah. it's so expensive and it's like mediocre. It's like twenty five for you another know why?
0: Roll. It might be because it's like chain. Restaurants that are getting like well, cheaper they products. All,
2: they all, maybe. But My dad I, owns a restaurant, I, I it's so better, it's kind of like... I- Literally, and I'm like everyone copied. Also, Little Tokyo, literally all at Kazoku. It, little Tokyo mm-hmm. was the first one, and mm-hmm. like literally all these people have quit and started like haiku. Yeah, everybody started yeah. their own. So they from have little the Tokyo. same so menu. So oh. I'm oh. Uh, yeah. oh. like, literally, that's how they. No one else has those menus, but it's because they take the recipes from Little Tokyo. Mm. Anyways, so I am balls to the
0: wall. <laughs> yeah, like, Grace little, was like, I can loyal. talk about this forever. I know. And so, I know. <laughs> little Tokyo is <laughs> <an> OG. <laughs> Nobody can tell change. me different. <laughs> I know
2: my boss did buy me alcohol in college and high school. That was like. And then my parents caught it, and he's like, I need the money back. I'm like, well, I can't get the money back. My parents caught it, and they never paid back.
1: Yeah. Oh, so I think that is something <laughs> weird about over here. Like, I started drinking with my parents at 16, and it was yeah. like, you can go to a restaurant mm-hmm. And if your
0: parents are there, you can consent,
1: yeah. Yeah, they can give consent for you. People, and I told people that and they were blown
0: away. I think oh, it like six, eight, like, another thing is is like walking around with your alcohol yeah, in public yeah. on the street. Drive through daiquiri stores. Oh, yeah. I'm the through worst. One time
2: I took a white claw and I was like walking around my friends, like, Why are you doing that? And I was like, because we were going from one bar to another. I'm like, why not? And yeah. I, like, oh, I, I forget. forget. Yeah.
1: I go other yeah. places and I'm like, wait, I can't leave the bar with my drink. Like, it sucks very weird it sucks yeah and then I have to chug my drink and then it's just not good Yeah, oh, that's chugging point, drink it's coming. worse for
0: yourself yeah. yeah it depends on what level you're at at that yeah. moment <laughs> I'm it's right never, in the beginning I'm like let's go Never at a high level let's go I just don't
1: really drink anymore I don't like who I am when I drink
2: I yeah. I like I'm trying to take a step back I will like drink like a vodka water
1: two lines that's it which <laughs> sounds like
2: I don't drink <laughs> that's <like>, a <what>, <laughs>
1: <like> cold drink <laughs> really? only the oh, hard tell, shit tell, Grace. tell Cole that the tell <laughs> tell <Cole> girl that was making fun of your mustache I don't think
2: was. I think I remember who was making fun of it. I, but tell him I'm so sorry. <laughs> Dude,
1: Cole no, comes I'm out kidding. in every episode, and we—I always because he's such a good. I, he was always, him so much. He's my angel He was baby.
2: always an amazing guy, even in like middle school. Like he was never like the like typical boy. It was like you know he's, dumb jokes. He was so jokes. quiet. He, but he was—he's always such a good guy. I just love that, even though like I don't know y'all both like in this new season. When I saw y'all get married, that was one. You know when you see two people that you're like are uniquely. So kind, yeah. Like, oh, that's an amazing experience so so, yeah. even though I haven't talked to Cole in years. Glad we drink the same drink, but <laughs> I'm even more glad that y'all ended up together. So,
1: no, so that is something I did want to touch about. Um, one of our questions we did have, we asked questions for um Grace's followers and our followers, um, was how to be comfortable in like the season you're in and not kind of live in the past or live in the future,
2: yeah. And like you're saying, like singleness and stuff,
1: yeah. Like, either singleness, like for me right now, I'm in a season where i am in this lull of like i want to start a family but like we can't really we're not Not really getting there yeah um and it's seeing all the pregnancy announcements and this and the other and then the being like for me it's like i've come to the point where like i'm okay where i'm at but it's hard seeing people younger than you or people who aren't married getting pregnant and you're like what Mm -hmm. i'm trying yeah yeah and it's annoying and so like what do you think with yours with like well gosh I I mean mean y'all are both Freshly single, single,
2: and I've been like a bridesmaid like seven, eight times. And yeah, you're fresh, so like I would, <laughs> you're really feeling it in the beginning. <laughs> at that moment, you're either loving it to the extreme, or you're like, I hate that. Oh, listen, you know?
0: my therapist just told me I got out of the denial phase. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: you're like, phase two. Yes, yeah, so okay, they were me, and suddenly I was
1: like, did you know I was in denial? And I was like, no, I thought you're fine. She was like, yeah, no, I've been in denial. I thought supposedly. I was fine
0: because yeah. she was like, you came in, you're like, I'm fine. Not, I, I'm fine. You're in denial about I'm a, being. Fine. I am unaffected. I'm I, is like, I believed you <laughs> yeah I was like cool so I, was you know, like, I thought
2: you were fine I didn't I'm check up on you <laughs> to, you're
0: making it to the freaking tea <laughs> I
2: know well I mean honestly when it comes to seasons I think gosh I can look back and you know I've had flings I've dated some people here and there but like my singleness has truly been the thing that has helped me so like even like you starting this podcast I'm not saying you can still want that and it doesn't mm-hmm. make you pathetic I think there's also this like Everyone is like trying to be like, if I don't want it, like if I, if it happens to me, at least expect it or like, you know, for pregnancy or for dating and you're like, wait, so am I supposed to sit here and be like, it's not not expecting it. You know, I feel so dumb to say it loud, but I, I can see that every step that God has had me in has led me to like my best. Mm -hmm. And so I would not be sitting here writing books, traveling to speak. I'm about to go travel to so many different colleges the next two months. I would not be able to do that if I was married or like had a baby or That. And so I think God knew what I needed at this season. And that's like kind of like a blanket statement that can feel really annoying when it's not how you want. But I think sometimes you have to remember that, like, there's, whether you believe in God or not, Mm that there's something, there's a helicopter view of your life that you don't have. You Mm -hmm. know, you can just see this one thing and you see what you wish was in front of you. But like, just trust that there's like a helicopter view of like, if you saw the whole picture, you'd understand like why the season had to be that. So, like, Mm -hmm. enjoy it while it is. And there's also, when it comes to singleness, too. I get that question mm-hmm. all the time, and I almost want to just be like, just suck it up. Oh, like, just I have so much to say. Yeah. Okay, you go. <laughs> Great. I'm no. really like, and sorry. You I'll have something. No, I mean, no. Keep well, going. Suck it up. I'm like. I have had girls ask me, and I'm like, okay, if, and I, it's funny, because it'll be college girls, and if there's any of them listening, like, I care about you so much, but I'm like, if this is the worst thing that can happen to you, you're 26 and single, but, like, killing it at work, and, like, finding out more about yourself, mowing your lawn, like, you know, I still have babysit randomly, because I love kids, and it gets my kid fixed, I still
1: babysit, and I'm it's, and it's married, then like, yeah. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, <laughs>
2: I a thousand dollars. Well, I don't know who your babysitter <laughs> is. No, no. No, I was paying over time. Um, okay. <laughs> <I'm> over time. <laughs> she keeps it stored up. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but I'm like, you just kind of got to realize that this is what you have. Like, if you sit here, like, begging, then, like, you're going to attract the wrong people. You're going to not do well in work. You're like, going to settle.
0: You're going s- to settle. it happen over
2: and over because again. Because you're
0: so eager. mm so one of my other friends is single, okay? And we were FaceTiming the other night, and this is actually a hilarious story. So we're FaceTiming. She's on Hinge, okay? Yeah. and oh, that she's, will, like,
2: humble you real it's quick. It's hilarious. So <laughs> she's
0: screen recording while she's scrolling, and I'm literally, she's like, okay, I was like, match with him. Yeah. He's got potential, you know? So we match, we start the conversation. I'm like, all right, I'm telling her word for word what to say. I said, this is a game. I'm yeah. like, this is a game. You let, you put the ball in their court, and if they don't initiate don't buy next person you know literally. so we literally were on hinge for an hour mm-hmm. doing this and she's like oh my god you're so right it is a game and I was like don't respond wait a couple minutes to see if he sent you an I was like he'll send you another text message a couple minutes later since she's like how do you know this yeah. and I'm like Kurt, I'm like you are single right you're single you're complaining you're complaining about how you want to be in a relationship how you want to be there blah 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 enjoy you're never going to have this time back once you find the mm-hmm. one once you get married all of this time that you have by yourself you're never gonna have back become the best version of you mm-hmm. figure out who you want to become figure out what you want to be and what characteristics form that person and work to becoming the best version of yourself enjoy your time yeah. being alone
2: because also i don't want to attract a guy who looks at me like a damsel in the just waiting no like i'm like that would then he would never be what i need and so I think, and I have had a lot of friends get married. And I think that's especially people who are like, oh, he surprised me never for a bride. I'm like, that is such an honor. Like, celebrate yeah. your friends. Like, you are not going to marry that guy. Like, and that's, like, I'm like, my friend, I'm in town to see Paige and Bowman. Like, I was, there's no way in mm-hmm. how I'd have married Bowman. Like, you know, I'm not yeah. going to sit there and be like, oh, but Paige is getting married. Like, you can celebrate, and when you celebrate someone so well, you can't, comparison just doesn't come up because mm-hmm. they just, like, don't go together. So, when you're watching all your friends get relationships or have babies, like, there might be some boundaries you need to do to protect your own heart, and that is so great, like, have those boundaries, but just celebrate them well and realize that their blessing doesn't mean yours isn't on its way, you know? Yes. And that's something that I've had to learn. And it is, like, you know, this is the one time you'll be hot and single and figuring out. Go <laughs> right. on dates. Like, figure it Travel. out. Go Travel. Go places. I, like, I would not be doing what I was today if I wasn't yep. single. And there's nothing... More, I will say, being back in my hometown, I always laugh. I have literally in my life, like, you grow up, you do well in life. I'm sure you can relate to this. Literally anyone from high school or will slide in your DMs. Like, it's just, like, in the irony, I'm like, dude.
0: Dude, like, never.
2: I, oh, well, I think that's <laughs> the out-a-stater. I'm like, I'm like, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I would have loved this to happen when in 2014. But, like, you yeah. know, too late. Right. I'm too busy. And so,
0: it's the and irony also of like, that. We don't know each other. We knew yeah. each other, what, six, like eight, I'm years, years ago? Like, yeah, i completely different person than I was ten years ago. You just see me on Instagram, and that's exactly. not and even Exactly, and you don't even like close. me
2: for... And I can genuinely say there's so many people, I think, in the industry I'm in, who, like, if people hit on me instantly for, like, the dumb things they know, I'm like, you don't even like me. Or boys get scared to ask someone who's, like, independent on a date, and they try to yes. be my best friend slyly, and I'm like, we're 26. Like, what are we going to do? Like, us just, you know, stroll out for dinner, you know? Yeah, like,
0: she,
1: she definitely has... Well, I have nothing to say about this. Well, Rachel has (laughs) a theory
2: that
0: guys and girls can't be friends at all.
2: I have a theory. I've watched so many of my guy friendships always end in like, like, I mean, my best college guy friend, we're just now friends again, but I had to cut him off because it was like, I'm in love with you. And now I told him, I was like, until you find the girl that you're like, and it was one of those, he always dated other people. That's also what mm-hmm. we were, he goes, you always friends with me. I'm like, you were in long-term relationships. So yeah, I friends, on you. Have to have friends <laughs> on you. And so literally we stopped being friends for a year and a half. And I was like, if you're going to find someone, I need to not be in your life. And now he's been dating this girl that like, he's been dating for like four or five months. And he's like, Hey, like, I miss our friendship and I'm like now we can have a healthy friendship but I felt like we couldn't in that season so I
1: actually so my theory guys and girls can never be friends without somebody developing feelings
2: yeah or just even like guys want to either hook up with someone date their friends or date and marry them
1: like that's just like
2: how it works like Mm -hmm. well
1: I just like okay so I think um so like I have a good friend that's also my husband's best friend Mm-hmm. I can be friends with him because it's through my husband. We yeah. hang out with my husband, but if I had a best friend, like if I had a Savannah level friend that was a male, somebody would catch feelings.
2: Yeah, People and The light is dim. Like in like, the end of the day, the only thing is missing is physical attraction. Maybe for one person. Yes,
1: mm-hmm. but maybe that's what I'm saying. No matter what, something's gonna be there. Yeah, yeah. Savannah is like I used to be is against like, that, be against know, that it...
2: but I've watched so many friendships take that way. What's almost funny is like. You know, so yeah,
0: I, I mean, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't not agree to an with extent. you, but yeah, it's to an extent, you know, if you're aware of what's going on, then yeah. But since we're on this um, singleness yeah. topic, um, we had a question Should girls initiate a first date if the guy they've been asking hasn't yet?
2: Gosh, I mean, maybe this is where I'm like, you know, I'm so woman power feminist, but uh, <laughs> like, you know.
0: Okay, so you Damn go ahead. If
2: I ever ask a
0: guy? <laughs> okay, uh, dude. Okay, yeah, she was like, talking so- about that this no! morning. So, so this bad. is the thing. Uh, literally talking about this this morning. So Rachel, we had an episode where we we're talking about masculine energy and feminine energy. Okay. I have a ton of masculine mm-hmm. energy. I and do it, too. And it's like, okay, we've been talking. It's a good conversation. The uh squatting, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> facts. Yeah. Testosterone. Um, <laughs> but it's like, we've been talking. Things are great. Like, why haven't you asked me? So let me just ask and get to the, let's just get this over with yeah. kind of thing. Like, yeah. why have we not done this? But now I'm at the point where I'm like, no, I and won't ask. And I've done ask. it
2: before and, and I've gone on the dates and like, but then something, they're not ready to pursue or, like, leave. They, and they may be flirting with you for a reason, but not asking on a date because they know they're not ready. Don't get right. wrong, though. I think you need to send signals. I'm like, there's always, like, have you heard the dropping the handkerchief thing? Mm-mm. Like, that's, like, an old, like, back in the day, like, yeah. women woman would drop the handkerchief and then if a man mm. picked it up, that. They were so, like, interested. Yeah. So, like, you can, like, slide in the DMs and, like, say something like, oh, ha, 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 whatever. But, like. Don't be like, want to get dinner next week? Like, right. you know, like, want to get a drink. Okay,
1: so what Cole, I mean, granted, this was now 11 years ago. But what Cole used to tell me whenever we started dating, because I wanted him to do literally everything, mm-hmm.
0: 90-10. So mm-hmm.
1: he's going to go, as a man, he's going to go 90%. Mm-hmm. I have to initiate that 10 or else. That's how we had our first kiss. <laughs> because he kept trying to kiss me and I would turn away. Granted. Why? Because we were best friends. Oh. And I was like, I'm not ready and to she's break like this 15, barrier. 16. Yeah, I was, I was like just 16, asking. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, we're best <laughs> friends. Also the well, first time. You're, you're her
2: best friend. I'm like, duh.
1: <laughs> the first time he tried to kiss me, he actually kissed another girl that night. And I was like, I'm not your second best. I'm either your first choice or nothing.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. So, a, I would have said no. Yeah.
1: Uh, so I said no. And I made him prove it to me. And I made him <laughs> kiss me under the stars. Pearl on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I set yeah. the standard yeah. for our relationship. But One time whenever he was doing it, he would always kiss me first or this and the other or he would ask me on dates first or, you know, Mm -hmm. and he sat me down. He was like, hey, a relationship with this type of thing needs to be 90-10. Now that we're like once we got into a relationship, it was 50-50. Right. Whereas like it fluctuates sometimes to where like he can't give me all that I need at times and I have to give a little bit to even it out. Right. Right. But it's a even. I so, just
2: truly believe if the guy doesn't like the girl more, that it just won't work out. Yes, and that's yes. and that's maybe sexist. That no. maybe is whatever.
1: But, I don't know. I disagree with that because I'm like actually obsessed with Cole. Yeah, well, but Cole's first, more obsessed. I'm with sorry.
2: You. I, well, I don't think at so. first at, at first at first. first, pursuit, at first.
1: Oh but, yeah, at the first at first. No, the guy. And I think there's something about yeah. a
2: guy. It needs to feel like it was his idea, like that it was like, or mm-hmm. he can't take the pride and the ownership of it. Yeah. Um, but that's also annoying because there's so many guys that like I i feel like don't ask girls on dates these days and i blame swiping for that because at the end of the day when they get the read that like on a hinge or like a bumble that like oh they obviously think i'm attractive i have the first thing now i can ask him it takes off that's the easiest way to know and so therefore guys we meet in like the wild like you know they don't like (laughs) on the streets on the streets yeah at the uh, whatever chimes or wherever you go <laughs> barley oak is what is it rock and blues oh all where right? did y'all
0: meet chimes yeah can you imagine i mean some. yeah i know some do. i but know
2: i i just think it's like the idea of like they have to and so i think sometimes it feels annoying as girls because like if you're a control freak like me i'm like well i just want to make it happen but Literally. honestly it gives me so much peace knowing at the end of the day like i can flirt i can go out and have a good time but if they are not willing to pursue me it probably
1: won't go anywhere no so the
0: they're not going to make the plan i'm not it's on you
1: i think like yeah. this goes Especially into in the beginning. our next question what um can i go on a date with one of you
0: so this uh, would be for y'all two to yeah. answer um me and grace are going on a date together yeah. so sorry
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry we're switching it up right here right now so we can't i will give y'all
1: advice
0: if you are interested in dating one of these two lovely ladies you could submit slide your into their dm no DM. don't yeah. slide into the dm <laughs> we will open up a google drive and you need to submit a resume i ain't playing oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> your LinkedIn. I need right. pictures. Sorry. Make sure you're successful. So oh. I need a resume. I know.
2: That's so okay. Funny. do you want to
0: go? You want to do the next one? Um, okay. Grace, how do you combat imposters? Actually, let's preface this. What is imposter syndrome? Oh, yeah, wow. I had to ask her. So,
2: well, it's honestly, I feel all the time. Like, I'm getting ready to speak to Bama sororities. and like, even like what I wear, I'm like, is this like do you know, like, is it gonna be cool enough? I think imposter syndrome is basically when you feel like you're putting on a front like you're like am I really qualified enough for this and it's funny because girls get it way more than guys like I think they've even said like when it comes to applying for jobs girls will read a job description and be like oh I don't fit this I don't think I have everything they're looking for I'm not gonna apply but a guy will be like cool I have nothing they're looking for but like I'm gonna shoot my shot right you know? yes and so I think we do that in life a lot of time and I think I have a lot of imposter syndrome because it's like when I go to speak like at places or if I go to meet other people like I've met some like bigger Christian influencers who I feel like I'm, like, the wild honor. I just feel like, why am I next to them right now, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're nothing but nice, but I get insecure. And I have to remember that they're, my insecurity is my thing to deal with, not do their you, issue.
0: Do you think that, maybe yes, maybe partially it's insecurity, but do you think also maybe that it's partially being humble?
2: I think it's being humble, and also it's just true. Like, I think there yeah. comes to a point where I'm – and when how I combat imposter syndrome is also I just, like, speak the truth. Like, there are some times where – I'll be, I will feel like someone will feel something about me and I'll just like say it. I'm like, Hey, I'm feeling like this is like, you know,
0: communicate. Like,
2: yeah. I'm like, there's a girl who like definitely has like, is in the industry that I'm in, but she's definitely a lot more straight laced. Like I'm wild to her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Hey, I just love that both of our ministries are so different. And sometimes I feel like you maybe don't think that i me. And she's like, no, I don't think, you know, and then we had a great conversation. I'm like, and when I
1: speak oh my to God, you sorority such, girls... you're definitely masculine energy. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm more
2: than people think. I think it's mm-hmm. like surprise people who knew But in, in the sense school. of
1: like I would have never been confrontational and said like oh, any, but I would have I just say been like- in
2: a nice anyways. But I even like when I speak at sororities though, I'll say, "Hey, part of my insecurity speaking to you is because I was the girl who said, "Jesus drink wine," but I took 10 shots and <laughs> did a keg stand at SAE." So like, you know, like Love I it. it's like almost I think people are done with people faking it till they make it mm-hmm. in some ways you have to be honest about where and humble mm-hmm. and then also be confident like be confident in who you are and content with who you are not and I think that has helped me combat imposter mm-hmm. syndrome like I accepting am accepting
0: what you're not
2: and when I'm in a publishing meeting I but I do have to when I'm talking to big wigs mm-hmm. older people who are like how can you market yourself I better be dang sure that I am marketable talking to them
0: mm-hmm. and that is a
2: moment where like I can be honest about my flaws, but I'm I'm harping them, telling them why I'm worth more money. Right. Why that. Why you? And I think it also is because I'm so confident in who I am, but I'm content with who I'm not. And I'm not right. trying to be anyone else. I don't know. What are your thoughts? on no, that? See, I almost
1: feel like to me, I guess perspective changes things to where like. You were saying not fake it till you make it. For me, that is faking it till I make it because my insides are so insecure yeah. that my fake it till I make it is being a confident person. Yeah. So it's not that I'm faking that like, oh, like um in the sense of I'm saying I don't drink, but I actually go and do keck stands every night. I'm yeah. not saying that yeah. type of fake it till you make it. To me, that's like acting like you're somebody you're not and I would never advise Anybody. It's to like do you come
2: on this podcast today and be like, you know, I don't know if I feel qualified, but I'm going to be here and I'm going to sit and show yes, up. Yes,
1: that's how I mean with like fake it till you make it. Like almost manifest the confidence mm-hmm. to get yourself to that point.
2: And I, I guess my one thing that I have to do where I, and this is probably where I think of it as I will always admit I'm insecure. Like I yes, will, same. and I think that mm-hmm. opens the door because we're all struggling with imposter syndrome. But when you just realize it's just insecurity and like it's a normal thing that we battle every day as women, as men, well, as and that's every a, day. I feel like go. it's
1: it's normal, and people don't talk about it much. Like, anxiety, normal. It's normal yeah. to be nervous for a test or to be nervous for your first date. Walking and, like, into
0: a crowded bar. Yeah, it's yeah. okay to be <laughs> like, hey, I'm <laughs> actually
1: <laughs> nervous right now. I'm having nervous sweats. Like, Chimes.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, okay, do y'all want to know what you have something to say the, about it? With the like insecurity part of it that y'all were talking about, I personally find it hard sometimes for me to realize that it's an insecurity
1: mm. that's what therapy is helping though right
0: <clears throat> yeah but i mean i went through four years of being insecure and not knowing it was insecure like
1: yes. you thought it was just
2: you think it's just facts like i'm not this i'm not this up.
0: and then the relationship i was in made it worse so it was yeah. like i'm a fucking piece of shit
2: yeah. literally yeah and like, i think checking your surroundings if you constantly are only hearing lies it's almost like i always use analogy of if you're like at, at lsu football game and, like, you get the home team advantage, you know. But here on this earth, and for me, the only thing that makes sense is to think, like, there's a power of God and there's, like, an enemy telling me lies. And so my insecurity to me stems from someone who is not God telling me that I'm not worthy, I'm not that. And I like to think, like, on earth, he has home team advantage. Like, this mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. – he has advantage when we get insecure, when we step on the weight. Like, you hear the lie. You hear, like, all that. And so when you realize you are at a home team advantage and you're it's not your turf, but, like – you have your game to play and you have to show up and work hard and look at the ball, as silly as that sounds, that analogy, but, like, and fight that, then I feel like you can be able to do it. And there's an acknowledgement of, like, you have to know your weaknesses. You have to know where you stand, but you also have to know and celebrate your strengths. Um, and so anyone who's struggling to like know their insecurity at first would say celebrate your strengths you know mm-hmm. and then post syndrome like make sure you know that and be confident celebrate the areas you know you're growing in too because mm-hmm. then you'll continue to grow but also be aware of the things that you're just like and content with the things you can't control like there will always be someone hotter than you like your mm-hmm. ex-boyfriend may have cheated but, on you with someone hotter but being
0: someone hotter someone being hotter than you is your opinion
2: yeah exactly and so but this Zendaya yeah. at the end of the day though is like so much hotter than me and that is not like <laughs> that <laughs> is just like straight Yeah, yes. if I
1: could go lesbian for anyone yeah (laughs) it's just
2: like and so don't get me wrong but i'm gonna be confident in who i am because i know i'm beautiful right it's not a comparison game but at the end of the day like i'm not i may not be the prettiest girl in the room but i can be the kindest i can be the most secure Mm, i can be the one who makes people funny i can can can, (laughs) you know these are the things i can control and so i'm like that is gonna be my priorities not trying to i'm gonna try to look the best i can do but not try to be someone i'm not but i also
1: think like Beauty is perspective, like, mm-hmm. in the sense, um, what is the saying, like, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, isn't that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, to one, everybody has different tastes. Mm-hmm. To one person, you could be, like, super ugly, and to another person, yeah. you could be the hottest person, person that planet. ever yeah. walked the earth. And to me, I'm like, okay, as long as I think I'm the hottest person, yeah. I don't, I need to not care what anybody else thinks, and I think that's helped with age. Like, the older I've gotten, the more I have not given a fuck
0: yeah. Yeah. about the more what com- other people- You become more comfortable with you, though. Yeah.
1: 100%. Um, This goes into our next one. How to overcome... Well, we kind of touched this. Mm. How to get over a toxic relationship and trust God through it all.
2: Um, well, Savannah, I would love to hear how you got over mm-hmm.
0: your toxic um, relationship. I so, God. I was 18 to 22. Mm-hmm. That was the time frame of that relationship. Um. Actually this is really funny that this came up because I posted on my story yesterday on in 2020, I had found an old journal um, and the entry was in it from 2016 and I was reading it and it was January of 2020. Now got on Instagram. I was in tears and talked on my story about how it's been four years and I still feel the same way about myself when it comes to self-love because Mm -hmm. there was nothing there. I did not love myself. The lack of self-love that I had Has not grown in four years. Mm -hmm. Okay. February. It was when COVID hit. Right. And then in May is when I got out of the relationship. Wow. And in the stories of 2020, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm over feeling this way. I'm going to make a change. I'm putting myself first. I'm done being selfless and letting everything else around me be better than me. And I was like, I'm over it. I literally manifested getting out of that relationship months in advance and like here I am three years later like seeing it from that overview look that you're talking about and like holy shit like I did that like I realized that and I I did it like I got out of it I got out of a gaslighting narcissistic manipulative relationship and when I tell you I was brainwashed Mm -hmm. I was brainwashed okay Almost checked myself into a mental hospital. I was about to commit suicide. It was extreme. It was extreme. Had a knife to my wrist, like texting my mom and dad, telling them, I'm sorry that I'm not a good enough daughter. I'm sorry that I'm not good enough. And they're like, what is going on? What are you talking about? Keep in mind, I'm 18, 19, 20 years old. I'm full time in school. I'm a trainer at PAC. I would work four hours before I went to school in the morning from five to eight in the morning, five to nine in the morning. Went to school until 1, 2 o'clock. Drove straight from school and worked in my dad's restaurant. Paid my own bills at 20 years old. Wow. Doing all of this and I'm texting my parents, I'm sorry, I'm not good enough. They're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. My last year of college, I opened up a personal training studio. So I opened the studio in June, started college in August, and ran a business and finished my last year of college in one in the same year. Mm. The fact that I was so beaten down and broken... And the lack of love that I had for myself was the issue. And so when I got out of that relationship, I went through a very big depression immediately. Very depressed. Couldn't eat. Couldn't sleep. Didn't want to get out of the bed. I lost 15 pounds in two weeks. Was skinny, skinny, skinny. And poured all of that pain into work and loaded my plate up I was working seven jobs two of those were my own companies I was coaching softball teams I was giving lessons and then I decided to compete in a bodybuilding show No, yeah so all of the pain that I went through those four years I just dumped into myself and then after the show I spent a year of just like finding me mm-hmm. and the best thing I can say is that If you're in a situation where you know that you're not happy, you have to look at all of the components in your life, who you're surrounded with, what your job is, what you're doing as your routine throughout the day, and figure out what it is that's not making you happy and not filling your cup and change it. At the end of the day, I feel like a lot of us forget that we are in control of our lives. Mm -hmm. Yes, we can't decide if the sun's shining that day and if the grass is green, but we can decide what we're doing for our job, who we're surrounding ourselves, who we're with in a relationship. What our daily routine is, what we're eating, are we working out? Are we doing yeah. things that make us feel good? Vitamin are we f- D. Yeah. Like, getting like, some sun, like something
1: as simple as that.
0: So you, you think some you, of the best Are you feeding is like, your soul?
1: Being by yourself and
0: figuring out what's best. It depends on the person. It depends on you. Maybe your best thing is being around your family because they help you and they guide you and whatever it is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: For me, being by myself allowed me to tune in with myself. And I take vacations once a year by myself because of that.
2: I love that. I've been wanting to a
0: vacation by myself. I take. I'm going to Europe for a month over the summer by myself. I'm so backpacking. Cool.
2: That's
0: yeah. so cool. So it's just learning like being able to be comfortable with you, and finding <laughs> the things that feed your soul, yeah. and anything that doesn't, bye. Straight yeah. up, if some boy's messing with you and he makes you feel like shit every time you're with him or you talk to him. Le- Stop know talking to him. Yeah. Stop talking to him. Yeah. If your job and is it treating like if shit he was
2: good in the first two months, I think sometimes you compare matter. like the first two months, but you don't know someone in the first two months. So if you're constantly leaving his house, leaving conversations, feeling frustrated, and also like you did, like like you're not good enough, then dude, at the end of the day, you can be self aware in some ways. Maybe there's some places and gaps for you, but at the end of the day, no one who loves you would ever make you feel that way consistently. You know. Um, and on purpose and I would say on the trusting in God part I mean it's kind of like for me it's the helicopter just realizing that there's like a better plan which is basically what you did you realize there's a better plan for me than w- the crap I feel right now and for me that and everyone has their own thing for me just knowing that there's a God writing my story mm-hmm. like Romans 8 28 we know that God works for the good of those who love him who've been called according to his purpose like I remind myself God is working for my good this this breakup this guy that I know I have to walk away from that's going to kill me is not this like moment that's going to ruin my story like there's something better yeah Yeah. like there's something better for you and i think just realizing that and loving yourself like you said enough to be like okay in in the bible people sometimes christians are like if i trust god i can't love myself i can't do that self-love i'm like no the bible says love others in the same way that you love yourself Mm -hmm. so you have to love yourself like you. and you have to create boundaries for yourself that protect yourself from who you want to be and the last thing i'll say about relationships give yourself the same advice you give a friend like rachel was saying if any of my friends get cheated on i'm like you're down with them and like you've kept that advice for yourself because like yeah. cole's never done that to you he's like giving you nine if 90 basically 100 anyways <laughs> but at the end of the day if you would watch your little sister be treated the way you were then it mm-hmm. is not it you know mm-hmm. if you would hate that for her and so respect yourself enough to love yourself the same way you love others others because right. sometimes the people who feel the worst most drained from a toxic relationships are people who like give 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 and don't get back mm-hmm. and so I'm like look at how you're
1: giving to other people and expect that in return right and I also have a theory the um I think I said it earlier too but like everything happens for a reason I'm not saying that oh like you are in this horrible toxic relationship for a reason yeah. but I'm saying think about how like I feel like you have grown so much from your past relationships yeah. from all these experiences you've been through same with me and I wouldn't change a single thing. Like I went through some
0: really tough shit right. growing up and I would not change any of it. Well, the thing is, is how you're saying, I didn't tie in the God part of it yet. No, so, you don't no, need to. Yeah. I didn't well, like No, 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 no. <laughs> I just, I kind of got caught up in the other aspect of it. But it was <laughs> so like how to get say. through it, like how to get yeah. through it. One <laughs> of the <laughs> biggest things, things, as you started talking, I realized like I was reading a ton of books and it was making me so aware of, i am here for a reason mm-hmm. there is a bigger plan this is going on right now because it needs to go on right now yes i am depressed and sad right now because i needed to be depressed and, and sad it's a character i needed building. It's i a chapter. needed to it's know not the whole
2: story of your life like, no yes this is a. and there's another verse that i love it's like the sovereign lord is my strength he makes my feet like the feet of the deer he enables me to go in the heights and tabacic 319 and i'm like at the end of the day like literally heights are promising like whether you believe in God or not like you're going to go through some tough crap like yes you're going to go through breakups you what we watch movies and we see the plot and it yes but they don't they don't know what's coming but we do we're like they're going to still end mm-hmm. up together They're still no, not you don't need to end up with your ex so I just ignore that <laughs> I was like an
0: <laughs>
2: Um, but I think it's so important to realize that you don't know the full story but you have to trust that the ending is good that it's going that to, you're
0: going to be okay
2: and and for me God is like the one thing that gives me that mm-hmm. and so for other people there are other things that I'm work but Mm -hmm. i really couldn't find it without god right but that's me personally and that's not saying anything anyone needs to be pressed on but to know that there's a creator who like cares about me and is you know there's bad things and for the record like god did not want you to date a toxic guy and be drained and feel not right but a bad (laughs) thing can be a good thing if it's a god thing in my opinion so like the Mm -hmm. worst crap of your life can turn and transform into something that is like your launching pad for like your business literally that was my launching traveling you would not Mm -hmm. be traveling Europe alone if you didn't have someone who made you feel like crap probably Mm -hmm. you know and now you've (laughs) self-discovered these new hobbies and so I would not be doing what I was doing if it wasn't for whether it's my singleness or even crap or even just like insecurity and so God transformed things he did not want for me but he is so good that he made them good right Mm -hmm.
0: and it's like for me it's like when I do go through something hard now at that time this was not my mindset but now it is I'm 25 it's been three years since that's happened you know mm. when something bad or something's not going my way the way that i see it is, is an opportunity yeah i have a new opportunity so oh, and this here's is my, my growth this here's is, a learning lesson literally shoved in my freaking face this is
2: my not my jesus advice but i'm like man you're gonna regret this like i literally have that mentality like i'm like mm-hmm. dude literally watch what i do watch who mm-hmm. i become like, watch yes. how i take care of myself like watch this like and you're gonna see this and i cannot say you no know and i will i'm a firm believer every guy's always come back like yeah. in my life when I just did not care but oh, they didn't come back when I was begging them <laughs> like, right. You know? yeah, right? but when I didn't care when you turn
0: your back hey,
2: and focus on myself what's
0: that book where it's like guys love bitches or something like yeah, that why yes. what what why, love. yeah why they love yes that's supposedly a good book that you should read so yeah. I need to read that but yeah. yeah it's just an opportunity and it's like also, also when you're going through something that is traumatic so my experience I would say is one of the most traumatic experiences I've ever been through but yeah You have to understand that you're going to go through a grief process too Mm. and being Mm -hmm. knowledgeable in that grief process to know like the actions you are doing at the moment may not be the best, but it's how you're feeling and it may be what you need to do in order to get through the next stage of grief. So it takes time, but.
1: Or not only that, it may be, you may have gained qualities that you need to get through something that like God had something
0: prepared or like they're like. He's preparing you for what's next. For what's
1: next. Like, okay, for me, if I didn't go through some loss that I had in my high school, I wouldn't have been fully prepared to handle my sister's death that happened last year. Right. And if that was the first death I experienced, I probably would have been in a mental hospital. Right. But because I've been through so much and learned and grown and just, yes, it sucked, but it got me to where I am to deal with the hardship, something harder than I could have ever imagined. Right. It got me to gain that strength.
2: And I watched someone like, I like a mentor of mine, I knew personally, like, she had like six years of infertility. Mm-hmm. and so and they never were like people who wanted to adopt like they never did and so then they adopted their son and then the classic four months later they got pregnant and the doctor said there was yep. no way that they do ever and the the craziest part is the kids look like siblings like they no look way. just the like blonde hair they look like the mom no everyone's like wow, well, are they twins like you know mm-hmm. and I'm like they had to you know once again if you had a helicopter view of your life you would see why that guy was not it you know mm-hmm. yes. well, you would see why that parent's divorce like sucks but like and why you,
0: that job wasn't working yeah, yeah. I'm
2: like like, and you're gonna see it, but if you knew the full story, you'd be like, man, I, that's how that's how I'll be led to that. Mm-hmm. But it's also at the end, God can lead you to that. But if you don't choose to take that, like do the hard work and like grow, then it won't happen. Like no, if you choose right. to sit and be like, this sucks, I'm gonna just whine about this boy, and not do any work on my own end, then like, yeah, that's it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it may suck, but if you choose to use this height and tread on and not give up and trust in God through
1: it, then that's when good things can happen. For sure, yeah.
0: having that faith. But um, okay. well, I could literally sit here and talk for like hours about. I know, I know. It we actually
1: like- we had some tapping on the door oh, that okay. our time was done. Okay. so <laughs> we gotta wrap
0: up. But um, thank y'all for tuning in. If you are interested in following Grace along her journey, her Instagram is the Grace Valentine on Instagram. Um, will you post- have any other um socials or- that you want to okay. follow? Yeah, I mean, I have a
2: podcast too called Water and the Wine Podcast. You can see that. But I do have my book. My newest book is coming out April 11th. And so I think I'm going to do a book signing in Mandeville. So for Yay, David, uh, May and the Mandeville yeah. at the Barnes and Noble, which is sweet because that was the Barnes and Noble. I used to be like, I want to be a writer, you know? And oh so, my God, I love stop. that. Like, gonna like, have I, to it's stop such by. a country song, like sentimental. <laughs> I'm like, so like, yeah. But yeah, I think it's going to be April 20th. So okay. yeah. yeah. We'll post that
0: too on the feed oh, yeah, to so keep it so updated. Yeah, for yeah, sure. So sweet. All right, y'all. But thank y'all for tuning in. We are the Ethereal, Ethereal girls.
1: girls. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.